James Harrison is a New England Patriot. This time it's for real. 412-922-2874. Dale Lawley will be joining me in a second. First, we go to Todd in South Carolina. Hello, Todd. Hello. Hey, maybe Tomlin finally took a page out of Belichick's book, and he cut Harrison knowing they would sign him, and Harrison's goal was to go up there and injure Brady in practice. <laughs> there it is, baby. He's a sleeper cell. I like it, Todd. How about that? What if James Harrison did just roll Brady up, and then they cut him and he comes right back? Not bad thinking, Tomlin. Little page out of the Patriots book. Dale Lawley joins me now here on the Crowley Show. At least I think. Dale, you know how to hit that on button over there? He did it. He hit the on button. Alex took care of that for me. Well, it was actually Joe. Or Joe, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I have no sleep, Joe. I'm on no sleep. It's been it's been a long, long weekend. If that happened, that would make Harrison the Manchurian linebacker, by the way. Yes. Like riding in on a Trojan horse, too, Dale. How about that? Yeah. Not bad. That's a good idea. I would bet everything in my entire life that that is not what actually happened there. You have insight here, Dale, because you're the one who talked to James Harrison, even though Michelle Tafoya says it was her, (laughs) which is ridiculous. But I I suppose that's besides the point. When you talked to James Harrison, what did he say? What was he feeling? Frustrated. Um, You know, he he said, look, flat out, that had he known that this was going to be his role, that he wasn't going to play this year, he wouldn't have resigned with the Steelers. Uh, because I, I I asked him, I thought, well, you know, would you have retired? He said, no, I would have signed somewhere else. So he signed somewhere else. I mean, it's not a surprise. The, the guy wants to continue playing football. Um, there aren't many places left. That are, you know, there's only 16 teams that are going to be, no, I'm sorry, 12 teams. Again, lack of sleep. 12 teams that are going to be playing football after this this coming weekend. Uh, you just got cut by one of them. That only leaves 11 teams that you can still sign with. Um, so he signed with New England. New England's front seven is terrible. Uh, we saw that here two weeks ago when the when the Steelers, um, you know, ran at will against them. They, they did everything at will for yeah. the most part. Um, so it's not a surprise in that in that respect. Um, and it's not you know this this is not the first time that you know guys have gone back and forth between these two teams. Belichick used to do this all the time. Yeah, when he was the coach at Cleveland, um, the Steelers would cut somebody and he would sign them and this and. You know, he would cut somebody, and the Steelers would sign him. It happened all the time. Stan Smigalia went back and forth like four times. Um, don't forget too the I think the Steeler or the uh, I think the Steelers actually come out better in this trade because they signed Mike Hilton last year after he had been cut by the Patriots, and so they get Mike Hilton, who has four sacks this season. That would be three more than James Harrison. Yeah, it is. So. I think they made out all right in the deal. It, uh, it's, I'm not surprised that this happened. Let's put it that way. I, I, he wanted to play football, and he wasn't going to get the opportunity here. And it makes sense that he wouldn't get the opportunity here, doesn't it, Dale, uh, with the way the Steelers are asking their linebackers to play? Yeah, I mean, you, you heard it You know, at training camp. Uh, they were going to go with the young guys, and you know, the only way that that was going to change is if they weren't performing up to the standards that, that they wanted. T.J. Watt has done that. Um, you know, He's dropping in the coverage a lot. They're asking... Their linebackers to do that, um, you know. As much as everybody wants to, to pretend that James Harrison was the James Harrison of old, because he would make a play every once in a while, um, he had five sacks last year. He had five sacks the year before that. Uh, it's it's not like he was getting to the quarterback on a regular basis. Now, was he getting pressure? Yeah, 
Um, but I, you know, I had a source tell me that that uh, look, he's put he's posting all these videos and stuff of him lifting a lot of weight. What he's not posting is him is videos of him running hundred yard dashes or anything like that, right? Because he can't run anymore. No, I mean that's that's it's it's a shame. He's been a great player for a long time, but that's the reality of the situation. Father time is unbeaten, so he wasn't gonna he wasn't in the plans. Dale Lawley joining me here from the Steelers Radio Network and DKPittsburghSports.com. James Harrison is great against Eric Fisher. You brought this up to me off the air. That's another reason that this happens. But Fisher's not great because Fisher is tall, and that's a good match. Fisher's for not James great because Fisher is Fisher. Well, he stinks. I think anybody could beat Eric Fisher if, if they have any kind of pass rushing talent. Well, and I think that the leverage certainly helps. That doesn't hurt, yeah. No. Uh, now, the Steelers have a really tall guy. At left tackle as well. Not that most teams don't, but does that go into it? Well, let's let's unleash James Harrison against Alejandro Villanueva. I'll tell you what, Alejandro Villanueva stoned Jadavian Clowney yesterday um, on several occasions. Uh, you know, Al made the Pro Bowl this year. Now, some people think that that was oh because of his name recognition or because you know the the anthem flap and all the other stuff. Look around the AFC and tell me who should have made it ahead of Al Villanueva. There weren't a plethora of, of great left tackles in the league. That's just Good not word. a position. You like that? I do. Um, I got out my thesaurus for that. You did? Um, so I, I think that, you know, the way it looks now, um, maybe that's a bad matchup, but I don't know that, that the Patriots are going to want James Harrison out there for, you know, 50 snaps. But he's he's played 40 snaps this year. Basically, one snap for every year he is old. Uh, you know, so... <laughs> he's not going to go out there and be a 50-snap-a-game guy for the Patriots, suddenly turn it on. We saw what he looked like two weeks or three weeks ago when he played against the Ravens. He did not look good on the field. Mm-mm. He hadn't played in six weeks. And that was the other thing that he said said to me, because I said, is it fair to, to, for them to expect you, after not playing this long, to go out and, and perform? He said, I haven't played in six weeks. I mean, you know, you tell me that you're saving a guy for the you know December for the playoff run, you know yeah let me play a little bit yeah, right yeah you got to let me get my feet wet a little bit. Um, most of those weeks he wasn't even active, so people are, it shouldn't be shocked or surprised that this happened. Um, you know and and the Steelers aren't shocked or surprised that this happened. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert had this conversation when they brought up the possibility of of releasing James Harrison. If we do this. Are the Patriots going to sign him? They just played the Patriots two weeks ago. They saw what the Patriots have in their front seven. And I, and I, I guarantee you, they said, yeah, Belichick will probably sign him. But you know what? That's fine. We're good with it. You know, a lot of people, Dale, have been saying the Steelers shouldn't have done this to James. Blah, 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 blah. What it sounds like They've to me. They've cut him four other times. Well, right. <laughs> what it sounds like to me is that he wanted to be cut. Like, this wasn't just a decision by the Steelers. It was. Hey, we're actually going to throw this guy a bone, maybe a little bit. Uh, we're, we need to get rid of someone he wants to be getting rid of. He wants to go play football. This isn't all just about the Steelers saying we don't want this guy anymore. It's probably a little of both saying, eh, well, this marriage is over. It doesn't need to be a personal thing. It could be, hey, James wants to play more football. Let's let him play more football. We need this roster spot. He didn't play special teams. But a bing, but a boom. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I saw James Harrison in the locker room on Saturday, uh, the, right before he was the news came, broke that he was cut, and he was 
you know, joking around with guys. He was having fun in the locker room. Did not look like a, a, a guy who was unhappy. I don't know if he knew the news by then, uh, whether he was telling anybody, but most certainly uh, he had to have an idea. He wasn't going to play. And, and it wouldn't have surprised me if he found out when he wasn't going to be active on game day on Christmas Day, he just went to them and said, hey, how about you release me? I'd like to spend the you know Christmas holiday at home rather than flying to uh, to Houston and spend the uh, holidays in Houston when I have two young sons. It, it, it's not a big – I mean, it, it's, it's noteworthy because it's James Harrison. But at the end of the day, I don't know that this is going to suddenly make the Patriots that much more unbeatable against the Steelers. I still think if the Steelers go up there, I think they're the better team. I think they showed that. I think James Harrison changes it. It changes (laughs) the whole thing. A guy who was inactive or didn't play in that game. He was one of three guys on both rosters who did not play in that football game. The other two guys were the backup quarterbacks. He stood and watched that entire game. So, uh, you know, it's it's a big deal because it's James Harrison. It's a big deal because he signed with the Patriots. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think this is going to be the deciding factor if they play again. Um, you know, I think Antonio Brown could be the deciding factor getting no him back. No kidding. I think, you know, having Joe Hayden on the field could be a deciding factor. You know, I get, I think for the Patriots, you know, getting Chris Hogan back could be a deciding factor. There are many more players who will be much more impactful in that game than James Harrison. Oh, Dale. I mean, come on. For sure. Vance McDonald will have a bigger impact. If the Patriots have visions, or their fans have visions, or Steelers fans are having nightmares of James Harrison going over there, like you said, and playing 50 snaps, the guy played 40 snaps all season. You put him out there for 50, he's tearing a hamstring. Uh, Yeah, he's 39 years old. He's not going to come in and be a huge difference maker. Situationally, sure, he can make a difference. There's no doubt about that. I really believe he can be a fine player. This is just Belichick messing with Steelers fans again. And, and I, it's just all it is. And it's because he's a. It's because it's the Patriots that they're so butthurt about this. Uh, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna tap him for information. Dale, I mean, you, <laughs> you you're shaking your head over here when I'm talking about it. But like that is such a played up notion, is it not? I mean, what are they possibly gonna learn about the Steelers that they don't already know? And if they do, it's gonna be just it's gonna be negligible. Yeah, there aren't many secrets at this point in the season. I mean, everybody's used pretty much everything in the playbook and anything that they might come up with between now. And then, I mean, you know, it's it's not like James Harrison is sitting in the offensive meetings, uh, you know, or sitting down with Todd Haley and saying, hey, what you coming up with next week? That's not happening. It's not like he's hanging out with Keith Butler and saying, hey, uh, Keith, uh, you got any new wrinkles planned here for the uh, Patriots in three weeks? They're not even that talking that far down the road yet. You heard that when Mike Tomlin brought up the elephant in the room. All the players are like, that's for the head coach to think about. We're thinking about playing this game this week. They're not thinking about, you know, anything like that. Now, if they say, uh, go to James Harrison, was there anything that you guys didn't use against us that you might have were, were planning to use against us? Okay, I get it. But there are no secrets in today's NFL. They get, they've got 15 None. games on tape now, plus four preseason games. Everybody's seen well, and everybody. The, and the Patriots have more tape than anybody else. Well, there's that. Yeah, of course. It's who they are. Speaking of the Patriots, since we're on this, they get the benefit. Of almost every freaking call. <laughs> how many penalties have they committed in the last three games, Oh, uh, that would be four. Okay, how many did they commit as compared to how many were called? <laughs> well, we'll never know, but, the, man, they, they do a good job of not holding as an offensive line. I mean... And they're such a great offensive line. It's it's probably the best in the league if you go by penalties committed. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, 
they can't possibly be bad. Do you think, Dale, that the referees get in their heads that these are the Patriots and they start buying into any of the narrative at all? Uh, again, I don't want to pretend like I've got some conspiracy theory. I don't think the officials are out to get uh, teams that are playing New England. I don't think they're trying to help New England. But I'm wondering if subconsciously, maybe a little bit, they think, well, the Patriots are going to do things right because they're the Patriots. Yeah, I think they get that benefit of the doubt a little bit. Um, you know, they, they've been very fortunate with some of these calls that they've gone their way. I don't think there's any conspiracy or anything like that, but it's certainly the NFL does not, it's not a good look for the league when these things keep happening and our Varen uh, keeps making these, overturning these calls that happen to benefit one team. Now, there have been other, other calls that have benefited other teams, but. I think some of the ones in the in the terms of the Patriots, and I'm not even talking about the Jesse James catch. I think he made the right call on that one, per the rule, the way the rule reads. Jesse James call or touchdown should have been overturned, but the Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown for the Jets that should have been upheld. Oh. The one on Sunday for the Bills would have helped me in fantasy too. By the way, the uh, oh, I would have been in the Safarian playoff. Yeah, I, would have, I would have won my playoff or my game that week. Um, and the one this past weekend, Kelvin Benjamin, I don't know how you overturn that. I don't know how you say that there's clear evidence that he his foot was off the ground. I think that's being ridiculous. That's going into a replay trying to overturn it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that can't be the way that it is. And, 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 you know, it's supposed to be, again, clear evidence that you can overturn it. And I think in a lot of these cases, and especially in those two cases, they're guessing. This is what we think happened. And that's not the way replay is supposed to work. And if it takes three and a half to four minutes for you to look at every angle and use the secret cameras, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're using the cameras that the Patriots <laughs> have planted all over the stadium to pick up people's signs or signals um, to get these replays. We had some moron call up last night in the post game show and ask why the camera guy didn't catch Juju Smith-Schuster's celebration, and we didn't know that it was the snowball fight. Uh, maybe the Patriots have a couple of cameras planted and, well, they wound up filming the signals as opposed to what they were supposed to be filming with Juju Smith-Schuster. This whole Patriots mumbo-jumbo is is hilarious to me, man. Uh, Everyone's so afraid of New England. Now James Harrison's going there. Oh, my God. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. James Harrison is a guy. He's a great former Steeler. That's the reality. He was a great stealer, had a great career here. He just wants to keep playing. He as wants long to as he keep can. playing football. It doesn't make him a bad guy. The guy's been the guy's been cut about you know at least six times in his career. He wants to keep playing. It's not a it's not a huge deal. He's played for the Ravens. He's played for the Bengals. Now you got to play for the Patriots. It is what it is. I'm just afraid that James Harrison's going to give Bill Belichick some information about the line of questioning he might get. If there's an AFC Championship game press conference and us media members are there, that could be it. That That's be it. it. They could have a really good press conference between James and Bill uh, Belichick. Dale, I wanted to ask you this, and we got sidetracked with all the Harrison stuff, and for good reason. I mean, that's the topic right now. But Joe Hayden, shadow DeAndre Hopkins all across the field. First of all, I can't believe that guy's only six one. <laughs> Ben's and I were talking earlier. I said that guy's got to be six four, six five. He must look like a giant to Ben's. Oh well, yeah. How about how about Ben's was talking about surviving the ground, and I said, of course you survived the ground, Ben's. You've got such a close proximity to it. He said, well, you're not much taller, and I suppose he's right. Gigantor, gigantor. Yeah, right. I'm huge compared to Ben's. He'd go right up over top of him in the red zone. I 
liked the fact that they did that. I like that we've seen two straight weeks where the Steelers have thrown wrinkles on the defensive side. What do you think that they do? What can they do? How's it become different with Joe Hayden if they were to, say, play the Patriots again in the AFC Championship? It gives you more opportunities to double the receivers or to double Gronkowski because now you're more certain that you're going to get nobody's going to get beat on the outside. Um, one of the things that you know, one of the things people were saying uh, among Steeler fans was, "Why was Mike Mitchell so far back? Why was he? Why was he? You know, not helping double and those kind of things? Somebody has to play deep safety." Uh, you know, you, are you really trusting Cam Sutton in his first start not to get beaten deep? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's, that can happen. And, oh, by the way, uh, they've got a couple of speedsters on that team. Um, you know, the, the, the situation with Hayden last week, I really think, was they wanted to put him on DeAndre Hopkins to say, okay, you, Artie Burns is a more physical cornerback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopkins draws a lot of penalties and also commits a lot of, you know, pushing off penalties, those kind of things. And, Maybe some would argue did on the touchdown catch that he had, um, but with Artie Burns, I mean he's got he's drawn eight penalties this year uh, in, in pass coverage. It's tied, it went into the weekend tied for the most in the league. Uh, he's a, he's a handsy quarter cornerback. Hayden is smart enough to know, and I talked to him on Saturday, and, and he said, uh, um, "I know," or Friday, I should say, I, "I know when I'm going up against a guy like this, I'm going to give him space. I'm not going to allow him to get his hands on me." and play that kind of physical game, because that's what he wants to do. I'm not going to do what he wants to do. Also, on the other side, you had Will Fuller, who's a more speedy guy. Now, Joe Hayden doesn't run as well as Artie Burns. Good point. So it's a, it was a better matchup, I think, in terms of that, than it was strictly, okay, we're, you know, it's a, not a vote of confidence in Artie Burns. We're going to go with Joe Hayden because we think he's the better cornerback. I think they have a lot of faith in both of those guys. Um, and this was just a better physical matchup for them, in this particular game. I don't know that we see that moving forward. Um, you know, they could go this week with Josh Gordon and Artie Burns getting matched up with him a lot. Although I think with Joe Hayden out there, he's got a little bit of uh, payback in mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Nobody wants to see the Browns go 0-16 more than Joe Hayden. No, man. He, he was talking about it the other day. Uh, he said, the Browns better hope they win this week because if they don't, <laughs> they're leaving Pittsburgh 0-16. Hey, Dale, if the Steelers win the Super Bowl, do you think they give James Harrison a Super Bowl ring, or do you think they just give him a participation trophy? I don't think they give him anything. Give him a participation trophy. Rub it in. <laughs> Rub that salt in that wound, baby. Thanks for the time, buddy. All right. Get some problem. sleep, damn it. I, I, I got to do this to it show tonight. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock on these very airwaves. Well, that part won't be. The early part of it will be. Is that true? I believe so. That's the way we did it the last time. We'll talk about that. <laughs> During the break, up next, more on James Harrison and why all yins out there freaking out for no reason. It's the Crowley Show. James Harrison is 40 years old. James Harrison is just a guy at this point. Now, a guy with a great resume. A guy who's been excellent in the past, but let's not pretend like James Harrison ain't washed up, baby. He is. He's not a guy who can help the Steelers. He can't drop into coverage. The Steelers need their outside linebackers to be able to do that. They don't play the way that they used to play. Fact. Anybody who's butthurt about this doesn't really understand 
football. Oh my God! The only reason I could understand anybody getting upset about this is because of what he did to, for the Steelers in the past. But as for the here and now, just because he might be able to help New England doesn't mean that he could have helped the Steelers. Just because he fits with what New England wants to do doesn't mean that he wants to, that he can fit what the Steelers want to do. Sarah tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Patriots front seven is not very good, and it needs any help it can. Plus, he won't be asked to drop into coverage. He was a liability in the Steelers' scheme with his lack of speed and coverage ability. I tweeted this out. Just because Harrison can help the Patriots doesn't mean he could have helped the Steelers. Harrison wanted to play football. He wants to win a championship. See ya. It doesn't need to be the huge deal that everyone's making it out to be. And everybody is making it too big of a deal. I made the mistake of looking at Facebook during the break. My entire family's up in arms. All my friends are up in arms. Oh, my God. Jimmy Harrison's gone. Yo, he's going to tell Bill Belichick all I'm still her secrets. Yo, he's going to tell him everything about Big Ben. Yo, he's going to help him win the Super Bowl. Quit your whining. TJ Watt's a better player. Bud Dupree's a better player. They fit what the Steelers are doing. Enough of the nonsense. Would I have cut him? No. I'd have cut Daniel McCullers for the roster spot. But it sounds like James Harrison said, please just cut me. Again, Dale Lawley from DKPittsburghSports.com had an exclusive interview with James Harrison a couple of weeks ago where he told Dale... If I knew I was going to be utilized this way, I would not have wanted to be back here. I would have gone and played somewhere else. Devin, next up on the Crowley Show. What's up, man? Hey, man. I just wanted to call. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Merry Christmas. Thanks, brother. You too. Uh, I just wanted to call and say I love being from this city. It's where I was born and raised. But people here are morons. I hate to be that cold about it. But this is the facts. When he got cut, I said, New England's going to sign him. I don't see how people didn't see that coming from a mile away. And then, he's not going to be the reason why they beat us. On this 50-sack team that we have, brother, this 50-sack team that we have, the reason we were in the game last time versus the Patriots is because we were getting pressure on Tom Brady. The reason we got crushed in the AFC Championship game last year because we weren't getting pressure on Tom Brady. If we get pressure on Tom Brady, we can beat him. If we don't, we can't. And you know what else? I have faith in my team. My team's pretty good. My team's 12-4. and four. I'm not afraid of the Patriots. I'm pretty sure the Steelers aren't afraid of the Patriots. Everybody needs to relax. Man, exactly. Just like what Aaron Rodgers said, and appreciate the call, Devin. R-E-L-A-C-K-S. Relax! Just relax. Just chill. Come on. James Harrison played on a team that had 50 sacks without him. 49 without James Harrison. Steelers didn't need him. The Patriots, they've got a terrible front seven. He can maybe help him there. He's probably their best edge defender now. Now, 
unfortunately, you don't want the Steelers to get rid of that guy so he can go play for a team and potentially help them. But James Harrison's not going to be the difference between the Steelers and the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. He's just not. If you could have told me after the Steelers game a couple of Sundays ago that the Steelers could have Joe Hayden back, Antonio Brown back, and Vance McDonald back and not have James Harrison because he's on the Patriots, who do you think wins the next matchup? I'm telling you, if those are the only changes, I'm going with Pittsburgh. They should have beat him without those three. James Harrison didn't play for either team in that game. There's so much flawed logic right now. So much flawed logic. It's ridiculous. Got a couple of tweets that prove that point. Dale says, don't know if he's got anything left in the tank if you don't play him. Can't see what's left in the tank if he's always on the sideline. Hello, that's flawed logic. He's sitting because he's just a guy. They've got 50 sacks, 49 of which have come from not James Harrison. They don't need him. Dear God. Imagine if the Penguins had a guy who was a 1,000 years old who was leaving. I mean, you going to cry? I mean, the, the last we saw of Alexei Kovalev, he was terrible. Uh, James Harrison's not terrible, but he's only played 40 snaps this year for a reason. Go to Brian up next on the show. Hello, Brian. Hi, Adam. Uh, yeah, just to take hello? Yes. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I thought it was cut off. Take some of the emotion out of it. I think what we, what some of the Steeler fans are upset about, we get that he's not the Harrison of 10 years ago and he's telling secrets to Belichick. That's just being silly. <clears throat> what he does provide for New England is a pretty decent situational rusher. And he's, I'm sorry, the Steelers aren't going to be able to run on him if he's in that game next month. Dude, and they're, I get, dude their, front, their front seven's awful, man. James Harrison. Yeah, no. John, he's an upgrade. He's, he's an, an upgrade. upgrade. Fine. James Harrison coming in isn't going to fix the Patriots' front seven. It's just not. Hey, Adam, they don't need any help to beat the Steelers. And I think that's what's so frustrating. And I get it. You know, it, it sounds like uh, Harrison was a caged lion. So that that's probably what, what went down. Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think the Steelers mishandled him to a certain extent this year. You know, Dale, Dale Lally was saying, oh, he only had five sacks two years ago, five last year. He played half the games the last two years, and I would maintain, Adam, he was probably the most effective linebacker other than Chazier last year on that Steelers defense. So I think there's a little more to this than no. uh, maybe what you're alluding to. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. But no, there's not. I mean, there's just not. Uh, everyone wants to look at it more black and white, and it's just not. Uh, <sighs> you don't want to help the Patriots. I can't believe they helped the Patriots. Man, do you want a guy on the roster who doesn't really want to be on the roster if he's not a guy who can help you? Uh, with Martavis Bryant, there was always a guy there that could help you, but he didn't want to be on the roster. So you keep that guy around. But James Harrison was pissed about the way he'd been used, and he only played 40 snaps. And is he part of the game plan at all moving forward? No. So you grant him his release. Everyone's acting as though the Steelers somehow hurt James Harrison here. No, they actually helped James Harrison. It was a classy thing that they did. He's not going to be the difference between the Steelers losing to the Patriots or not. He won't be. And yet, does he upgrade that front seven? Sure. 
Because the front seven sucks. But he's not going to turn the front seven from bad to good. He's just not. I tweeted out, people are so dumb. Everyone today, my God. I said this information notion makes me laugh. So freaking overblown. Did Fort and Hilton's info help the Steelers beat the Pats? And Eric tweets, the Hilton and Fort point is dumb since they were on the practice squad for a combined three weeks. The transfer of information probably won't determine the game, though, and it's not like James can see anything faster than Belichick can. Yeah, the second point's fine. The first point, dude, it doesn't matter how long anybody's anywhere. Uh, James Harrison's information isn't anything the Patriots already don't know. Just shut up, everybody. Uh, go take a nap. Take a nap until the divisional round of the playoffs. Usually I love when this stuff goes down, but not today. And then you got Mark Madden tweeting out how James Harrison's a bad guy for going to the Patriots. Right, like he wouldn't go somewhere for more money if given an opportunity. Not to say Harrison's going to get more money, but like he wouldn't go to a better situation either. Why do we treat athletes like they're not human beings? James Harrison wants to go to a place where he can win and a place where he can play. Hello, duh. Gonna miss you, James. Everything that you did. 99 yards to the house. And now he's going to New England. What are we going to do? I got to burn my Harrison jersey. If I burn it, Joe, do you think he'll come back? Will he rise like a phoenix from the ashes? Sack Tom Brady? People hate me right now because I changed my Twitter avatar from a picture of me to a picture of Tom Brady and James Harrison. I'll miss you, James. I'm going to miss you. You know how many times I've interviewed James Harrison? Like three. And you know how many answers I got out of James? Like three. And you know how many words I got out of James? Like three. Gonna miss you, man. Got a great story about Tim Benz as it relates to James Harrison. We'll tell that one coming up next. And we'll also hear from Steelers, well, former Steelers quarterback Cordell Stewart, the Crowley Show. Oh, what a great day to be in this business. Maybe not the writer's business, though, as Dale Lawley joins me again on the Crowley Show. Uh, Dale has slept like six hours in the last 70, and that does not look like it's going to change anytime soon. Dan, uh, Dale, you just got off the phone with uh, someone who I think may have riled up the yins or masses a little bit, huh? Yeah, I just talked to uh, James Harrison's agent, Bill Paris. He's a, a local guy, and uh, he said basically that uh, James Harrison wants to uh, go win a Super Bowl and uh, you know move on from the from the Steelers. Uh, it's uh, you know not probably what a lot of Steeler fans want to hear. They don't want to see James Harrison win a Super Bowl with another team, um, but that's that's the move right now. <clears throat> he also said that the Steelers had shown some interest in in bringing James Harrison back. Uh, he also had interest from some other teams, uh, but he chose to sign with New England. God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so great. It's so great, man. People are pissed. People are pissed at me. They're pissed that I changed my avatar. Some guy just <laughs> tweeted me and goes, are you a Patriots fan? No, I want to see these two teams play in the AFC Championship game more than I've ever wanted to see them before, Dale. Uh, this theater would be unbelievable. Can you imagine James Harrison 
in that Patriot blue warming up prior to the AFC Championship game with Joey Porter on the other side of the field. Oh, my God. There'd be nothing better. Will they do the dog crawl? I bet you that they will. They'll meet at midfield doing the dog crawl. <laughs> God, this is everything. This is everything. I, I don't, I've never wanted anything more. I've never wanted anything more. God, please give me Steelers, Patriots. I don't care where you play it. You can play it on the moon. I just want to see it again. And now, Bills, uh, the priest, the agent for James Harrison, he's just trying to stir the pot there a little bit, it sounds like. Uh, I think he's, you know, he's being honest. So the Steelers um, tried to get back into it, apparently, or at least well, when they, some... when he said when they had when they released him that they told okay. him that there was a possibility they'd like to bring him back if things worked out. Um, obviously, James, he said James wants to play now. He wants to get back on the field and, and you know go win a Super Bowl. That's what he said. He wants to get back on the field, play, and win a Super Bowl. He wants to play. Can you blame him? No, I don't blame him at all. Me and he, he took the best situation for him. Both teams, I think, have a really good chance to win a championship. I think they're the two best teams in football. I do, too. And As currently constituted. And one of the best teams in football isn't going to let you play, and you'd be getting what would be, what? A participation trophy, a, a participation ring. Uh, whereas the New England Patriots say you can actually participate and you can get the real ring. It, it seems like an easy decision for me. It does. Sorry, Steelers Nation. It just does. He's a human. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it works out. Uh, they'll probably play in a few weeks again, and we'll see. Please, please! <laughs> uh, I'm not looking forward to a trip to Boston. That's true. Not my favorite place in the world, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and, you know, James Harrison won't have to worry about getting any, uh, you know, ridiculous calls against him now that he's with the Patriots, right? Oh, my God. They might actually start calling holding. I didn't even think about that. He's going to get held on every play, and they're actually going to call it. This is unbelievable. Uh, appreciate it, Dale. Keep up the good work, man. No problem, Adam. Are you actually going to sleep? Because last no. time I told you I told you to sleep, and you said okay, and then you talked to the agent. Got to do what you got to do. Got to do the job. Do. Pay for the site, people. DKPittsburghSports.com. Even if you're only paying for Dale. He didn't say that. I did. Thank you, buddy. There he goes. Dale Lolly, DKPittsburghSports.com. My God, it's glorious. You've got the agent of the page of... of, of James Harrison saying, eh, you know, uh, he wanted to go win a championship and he wanted to play. That's going to piss people off. And that makes for a good radio show. Robbie tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. I'm saying there's a 60-40 chance he doesn't play in a playoff game for the Patriots. Okay, you have no idea. I mean, who, who are you to say that? You don't know. You don't know. Ben tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. This guy gets the show. I bet James Harrison tells the Patriots to throw to Gronk. Yeah, they would never have known to do that. Thank God they got Harrison. They're going to figure it all out. Throw it to Gronk. I love the guy who tweets at me, are you a Patriots fan? Hell no, I hate the Patriots. I really do. I, know him. I was not able to let my Steelers fandom out when I worked for Steelers Nation Radio, but now that I am not in the locker room ever and I'm not really covering the games all that much, I root for them. I do. I mean, if they lose, I'm not going to... I'm not going to cry myself to sleep like I, when I was a child. That only happens when West Virginia loses. But I root for them, and I root against the Patriots. I'm tired of their whole thing. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of them getting the calls. I'm tired of when they don't get the calls, when they get reprimanded. It just winds up working for them. Like Tom Brady got suspended for four games, and it just made him stronger. At the end of the season, Tom Brady's throwing like a guy who's only played in 12 games is a 
as opposed to playing like a 39-year-old who's played in 16 games. Like, it helped them. They're good. And now they've got James Harrison, and it gives you, Steelers fans, a reason to hate him even more. God, they need to play. They need to play. I think they will, too. I've been on Jacksonville for a long time, guys. If you've listened to the show, you know that I do not think that Jacksonville's got the goods to beat New England or Pittsburgh with Blake Bortles at quarterback. They're not going to go to Pittsburgh with Bortles and win. They didn't go to beat Garoppolo. They didn't go to San Francisco and beat that guy. Garoppolo's good, but they they lost to that team. Uh, You think they're going to beat the Steelers? You think they're going to beat the Patriots? No, I don't. Everyone talks about the Chargers, right? Oh, the Chargers, they could be dangerous. And okay, they're a good team. But they got, what, seven losses? I realize that some of these happen where they're close losses and they mixed kicks and this and that and whatever. You got seven losses. All I hear is about the Steelers' flaws. Here's a flaw, there's a flaw, here's a flaw, there's a flaw. And then I look up, Steelers have how many losses? Three. Yeah, they're terrible. Meanwhile, everyone's saying, oh, the Chargers, they're so scary. Oh, my God, I'm so scared of the Chargers. Screw that. The Chiefs, I guess, could throw a wrench in this whole thing, but now that the Patriots have James Harrison, they ain't losing to them. I just need it. I need it. Hook it into my veins. Steelers, Patriots, round two. I don't think that the Steelers, and I want your input on this, 412-922-2874. I don't think the Steelers are bad people for getting rid of James Harrison, and I don't think that James Harrison's a bad guy for going to the Patriots. Call me, 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Do you think the Steelers did the wrong thing in letting him go? Do you think that James Harrison did the wrong thing by going to the Patriots? 412-922-2874. Action Jackson tweets, oh my God, at underscore Adam Crowley. Steelers weren't bad guys to cut him. They were stupid to cut him. Steelers get outcoached by Belichick again. He's played 40 snaps this year for a reason. How about this guy? BP, at underscore Adam Crowley. Why would a grown-ass man change his profile pic to a picture of two grown-ass men? Shaking my head. Yeah, what else? Tom tweets. I tweeted to him, because he tweeted to me, he said, sales of Debo apparel just went into the bleeper. And I said, they probably should have already, since he, you know, has only played 40 snaps this year. Oh, my God! And then he said, yes, probably knows the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl and wouldn't accept his ring as the participation trophy. Strong parenting. Okay, very good. Those jokes have been made. I have made them, too. Enough. It is insane to me that grown men are this perturbed by me changing my profile pick to two grown men. It's also funny to me that every human being that I've ever met on Facebook right now is is just trashing the Steelers and the Patriots and James Harrison simultaneously. The world is burning. It's burning! Special Ops 94 tweets, I, too, am thrilled that Harrison has chosen to become a Patriot. Ultimate respect, the troops move, if you ask me. Proud of him. (laughs) He finally gets to wear that flag on the side of his helmet. 
Eat Bleep Pit tweets, I'm all about this move. Steelers are going to exploit Harrison so hard. It'll be glorious. Can't wait for them to play each other. Me too, man. Chris tweets, oh no. Finally, Brady will be able to dissect the Steelers' defense that has given him so much trouble over the years. That's the thing. Everyone's talking about the information that James Harrison's going to pass along. And what is Tom Brady? 12-2 and against the Steelers? It's close to that if it's not. If I'm wrong, it's fine. I don't always need to be right. Chris then tweets again. It's a little back and forth. I think this might be good. Brady. So, uh, James, how should I attack the D? Harrison. Uh, throw it to Gronk. Brady. Okay, and what else? Harrison. Throw it to Gronk again. Exactly. Up next. Should we go to Cordell? I don't know if I want to get to Cordell just yet. Maybe, maybe we'll do Cordell at 620-412-922-2874. I need to hear from you, Steelers Nation. The town is burning. Steelers Nation is burning. What are we going to do? It's the Crowley Show.